Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Happy Monday. I'm, of course, your host, David on Point Huffin. Right there is Mr. TJ Hopkins. And please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we very much appreciate it. Uh, I apologize in advance for my voice. I am getting over a cold, or I'm just in the middle of a cold, uh, as the weather has been all over the place here in Fort Wayne. Uh, real cold at night. Uh, I did go camping, so my voice is struggling a little bit. Uh, but on today's episode of the show, we're going to talk about the 2023 play-in tournament. Uh, we're going to give you our preview. We're going to see who's going to come out of the out of the West and the Eastern Conference. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. T.J. Hopkins. Welcome to the show, T.J. Happy Monday, my friend. Happy Monday. How how were you feeling this morning? Great. Oh man, it just gets better and better for you, don't it? Yeah. I, I go out. I go out drinking, man. I feel like the like the death, like for a while, like the next day after. You just bounce back, you know. It's all Jiminy Cricket. It is great. It is fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, please like, share, subscribe to the podcast. We're gonna be talking about the play-in tournament. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on the play-in tournament, just as a whole, as a concept? Before we even uh, get well, into the this is match. what year, year two. Three. This is year, year three. three? Yeah, three. Yeah, three of the uh, of the play in, and they still really haven't defined. They haven't defined it. Like, they, so what I mean by this is like, like the games, like they count, but they don't count. Like the stats you score in the game in those play in games, they don't count towards anything, and they don't qualify as playoff games. We qualify them as playoff games because that's the vibe they give, and that's the reward at the end of the day. Like you get a playoff spot. But the league itself doesn't recognize it, doesn't recognize them as playoff games. I think they should be, but then it's, it's, it's essentially like a wild. It's essentially uh, the NBA's version of the it's wild card. Is it basically what baseball did with their with their stuff too? Like you know they do this. It's, with it's, it's a wild card. It's, it's, it's like it's literally a wild card game. And I, I, pers- I personally, I'm a fan of the play-in. I think it may- has made the end of the regular season a little more entertaining, uh, even if it has devalued uh, individual games. But I do think the, the down the stretch uh, has gotten more interesting. <laughs> I mean, we saw the downfall of the Dallas Mavericks and what they were all going with. Uh, we're going to be talking about off-season stuff here in a little bit, but not necessarily for this particular podcast. Let's start in the Eastern Conference, if you can't, because this is the conference that the Bulls play in. Obviously, it's me and TJ's favorite basketball team. I'm going to mm-hmm. start. So the 7-8 seed is the Heat and the Hawks, uh, rematch of the 2022 first-round playoff series, uh, which Miami beat, dispatched the Atlanta Hawks, I think in five or six uh, last year. Uh, five, five. Five, thank you. Uh, the winner of this game becomes the seventh seed. So how do you mm-hmm. see this matchup shaking out between the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat? Heat 44-38, Hawks 41-41. and 41. It's. I think it's all four teams have the same issue. Let's just stay there. Let's just say that right now, and get that out the way. All four teams have the same issue, and that is which version of these teams are we going to get? All right. All right. So the Miami Heat. Are we going to get the version of you that smacked the Seventy Sixers around by thirty? And the game that Joel Embiid did play in. And the game that Joel Embiid, that, that that not just Joel Embiid, like the, the Sixers were fully loaded. All right, like did, like are we gonna get that version of the Miami Heat where everybody's hitting shots and Jimmy Butler is looking like playoff Jimmy early on? Like, are we gonna get that, or are we gonna get the version of the Miami Heat where it's 
They lose to the Wizards. Yeah. Atlanta, what are you getting? I, I just I got a notification today that the front office has given that the front office was given the green light to make any move they deem necessary to better the team. That includes trading Trey Young. Well, they have been better as of late. Uh, you know, for was it on the last ten games? Uh, looks like they're six five and five in the last ten games. Um, their defense has improved from where it was earlier this season. I'm not sure what kind of impact the new head coach has had on this roster. It's really hard Quinn, to say. With it's really, it's really hard to say with this sample size. Yeah, Quinn Snyder, because uh, it is just a small sample size. It's really hard to say what kind of impact he's had. Um, it's like it is, man. Like, and with Toronto, I, uh, Toronto, they same thing. Like, who are we getting? Like, I, I expected better things from the Raptors. Like, I really well, did. The, the Raptors benefited by the fact that we'll talk about them here in a minute. But they benefited by the fact that this game is at home. Uh, they, they yeah. were a very good road team this season. Uh, was it? Uh, let's see, twenty-seven and fourteen on the road, fourteen and twenty-seven at, on the on the road or uh, away. Okay, um, but to the first game, I I'm gonna take the Heat. I just think I think they are a bad. I I just, I just think it's a a bad matchup for the Hawks because they have the guards, they have the defenders that can make life, and we we saw it. They can make life a little rough for Trey Young. Now the only thing different is Dejounte Murray is added. So you really can't focus all of your defensive efforts on just shutting down Trey Young. So like if you're Jimmy Butler, I think Jimmy Butler starts on DeJounte Murray and whichever version of Kyle Lowry you get, that's who's gonna be. I'm not sure that's a. I'm not sure that's a, I'm, offensively, I'm a little bit concerned about Miami, especially if Kyle Lowry's coming off an injury. Um, I actually, I actually think the Hawks are going to win this game. Um, when you have players like Trey Young, these are the kind of the reasons that you give them max money. I think this is the game where he kind of shows, hey, that I'm, I'm still Trey Young. I actually think the Hawks are going to win this game. Uh, this is going to be, I, I could honestly be completely wrong, and they right. could go completely the other way. Um, right. But I just, I just think offensively, like this team is just more talented than Miami, and I think that Trey Young is going to be a difference maker in this game. I, I, I think. Real time, I really think the difference in maker in this game is the guy I was just talking about. It's Jimmy Butler. Like that's what you look for in your your your, your star players, right? For them to elevate their level of play in playoff situations, all that other good stuff, right? Jimmy Butler literally had folks calling him a Hall of Famer because he rose his level of play in the playoffs. Like we've seen them. Like we see him go crazy in Philly. We saw him go crazy with the heat in the bubble. They was like, "Oh, this is a this could be a Hall of Fame guy." I'm like, "Really?" Just because, like, he got the nickname "Playoff Jimmy," yeah. right? Like, that's the thing. Like, we ain't we not pulling that out of thin air. We're not making that up. That's a legit thing. All right, and I I, I also think Atlanta is gonna be is gonna be guard by committee on Bam Adebayo. So he's gonna see a lot of Clint Capella, Okongwu. John Collins, and I think what makes this that much more intriguing is these are in division opponents. Like they see yeah. each other four times a year. Yeah, 
I was trying to find uh, what their matchup, what, what they what they did the season. I just can't. Uh, if they split or yeah, stuff like stuff. what the what the matchup was for the actual season. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is a matchup we saw last year in the playoffs. Um, yeah, this is a series that Miami won very easily. Uh, but this is a one. This is a one you win and in uh, scenario for both mm-hmm. of these teams. Uh, I think the Hawks are going to get the victory. Um, but I would I be shocked if Miami won? No, not at all. Right. Because I because I, what you talked about at the beginning of the show, my the Hawks are kind of like that wild card team. Like you don't really know what you're going to get from them on a night to night basis. Um, and that's well, the Hawks that could... were the Hawks were sorry to cut you off. The Hawks were like literally the walking definition of five hundred. Yeah, they never... been, they literally have been five hundred. Like their record is like they they you know they haven't been over five hundred the whole season. Or right around, that, right around. Game. And second game, I just think like, would I be, would I be, do I want the Bulls to lose? No, absolutely not. Obviously, I'm pulling for them. I just think this is a bad matchup for the Bulls because they're the the length of the Toronto Raptors. It's like we've seen them when they play the Bulls. It's it's tough for them, right? Uh, yeah, because I, I think because you're going to beat the Toronto Raptors, you kind of have to be hitting shots from the outside, and the Bulls are. The and you got to run, and you got to run, and the, yeah, the Bulls play at a slow pace, and they're the worst three pointing shooting team in the NBA uh, by makes, not by percentage. I think they're a team's worse than by percentage, but they have the fewest amount of makes because they because they don't have three point shooters, so they don't run their offense to take three point shots. But Demar Derozan, and you know, not to mention who who probably knows Demar Derozan pretty well. Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors do. <laughs> he played there for and, a decade. And back, and back to the three-point shooting, like you really only have faith talking about the Bulls and like legit three guys to shoot the three. Levine, Kobe White, and Vooch. Them the only three dudes that I like. I, and I mean like anywhere on the floor. Like Pat Williams has turned himself into a decent corner three guy. But how many times a game are you going to be able to shoot a non-contested corner three? I mean, it all really depends on dribble penetration. It's all of that stuff advocated on dribble penetration. And all that um, good stuff. Like, the, if the, I'm the, Raptors, the Raptors have the depth where they don't necessarily have to slack in to try to stop a driver. Like, they have big enough guys where they can guard everybody. One, They don't have to double. No, so it's, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, um, Scotty Barnes. OG, Siakam, like yeah, like though, like that's three guys of six, eight, and, and tall. Yeah, yeah, Pertle, who we all kind of clown when it happened, but he's been pretty good for them this season since he got there. Yeah. Gary Trent Jr., you know, one of the conversations with six man of the year. Uh, well, we we ain't clown Yaka Pertle. We didn't clown him. We clown the Spurs. No, we clown the Spurs for bowling two first round picks. No, I clown the Toronto Raptors for giving up a first round pick for Jakob Pertl in a trade that made zero sense at the time. And even now, still doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think what you kind of what you're talking about, the Raptors are just a kind of a mad matchup for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I know the last, they, they lost their last matchup they played against them. Mm hmm. I just don't. I just can't uh, see that. That was just, that, and that was just a bad coaching job by Billy Donovan. He decides to go small against this team, and this is like, dude, like we we got killed on the glass. It was like during that stretch where Andre Drummond just like wasn't playing or barely played, wasn't playing a lot for whatever reason. And here comes Billy Donovan trotting out this lineup of 
Was this after the trade? Yeah, I think this had to be after the trade deadline of Patrick Beverly, Caruso, Levine, um, like Vooch, and I like it was like it was like and Pat Williams. I was like, bro, like this is not the lineup to go small. This is not the team to go small against. Um, so these teams played three times. Uh, Raptors won two of those one, matchups. Two, yeah, there's two and one. Uh, the Bulls won the second matchup. Um, they actually they played in a back to back. Uh, home and home, uh, where they split that series, and the Raptors won the series one, one, one game three uh, earlier in February, late or late February. But I, I just think that they're they're not a good matchup for the Chicago Bulls, and I actually going to take the Raptors to win this game. Uh, and on the Hawks Heat, uh, the Hawks and Heat, uh, the Heat won three to one advantage over the Hawks, uh, with all three of these matchups being fairly close. Um, this matchup by eight points. Uh, eight, uh, what is this? Eight and then two. Uh, the, the most recent game was uh, earlier this last month in March. Uh, he won that game 130 to 128. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Raptors to beat the Chicago Bulls. I have the Bulls going to the lottery, and we'll talk about their offseason when we get to it. Uh, but then I just, I just can't, I just can't imagine a scenario where they be. I actually I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Toronto. I just don't think this is a good matchup. Right. If they do beat them, they ain't gonna be pretty. No. Uh, moving on to the other the other matchup. So let's say the Toronto Raptors move on. Uh, they would go up against, in my scenario, the Atlanta Hawks. In your scenario, they go up against the or they go up against the Hawks and they go up against the Heat. In my scenario, uh, I think the result would probably be the same. Uh, whichever team the Hawks and the Heat loses that match, I think they would beat Toronto. I just don't think they're ready to really compete and really beat a team that has the firepower of an Atlanta Hawks team. They just don't. Yeah. Even if Nick Nurse, even if Nick Nurse is a top five head coach in the NBA, <laughs> ish. ish. He said ish. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, he's, a, he's a really good head coach. So this, I think the uh, I think the Heat are a more favorable matchup for the Raptors. Again, style of play matters. I, I agree. But, I tend to I tend to agree with you on that actually. Right. So like, if I'm if I'm Toronto, okay. Uh, can the Heat as a collective get hot? Yes, but in the half-court setting, who am I really only worried about breaking the play down and, and knocking shots down? Okay, that's Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has this uncanny ability to get to the cup, dribble penetration. David just talked about it. Tyler Hero has turned himself into a nice inside-out threat, but he's definitely someone who you would rather him drive to the cup. He's a woeful He's a woeful defender. That's not what I'm talking about right now. No, I'm just saying he's he might, really the, he might he I, might be one of the, he's a net negative when it comes to the defense of the ball. I am literally talking about just the heat on offense. That's literally it. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Like you got and you and you got Bam and Caleb in the front court. Right? I I, I, I like that duo versus who, who's the like is Siakam the the, the yeah. four for Siakam no, and Pertle? Siakam and Pertle are the four five for the uh for the Raptors? Raptors, yeah. So Miami and, and Eric Spolster smart enough. When you talk about top five coaches, you got those Spo in there. Spolster is definitely smart enough to put his team in fav- in favorable situations to, so those guys can do what they do. So yeah, I'm gonna go with I, I'm gonna go with the Heat if, if in my scenario, if if the Heat and the Raptors meet up. On the flip side, Heat and the Bulls, it's, it's, it, I'm gonna let that just knock them out. Like that, that slobber knocker happen because that's just 
That's exactly what it is, bro. It's hey. <laughs> it's like carbon copy. It really is. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think that that would be an interesting game, uh, one and done game. Yeah, I would. It would be very interesting. Um, but yeah, so we both have we have the Hawks and the Heat being the teams to come out of the playoffs even in the Eastern Conference. Uh, we're gonna do our full playoff preview episode uh, on Thursday, uh, Thursday night, where we're gonna talk about the individual matchup in the first round. Uh, we will be have doing a little bit of assumption on there because the match, the final playing game is on Friday. Uh, but moving over to the Western Conference side of this, the Los Angeles Lakers, the seven seed host, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who may have had the worst final night. Of, of the year of any team in the NBA last this week, like uh, uh-huh. this year, like first he had Kyle Anderson and Rudy Gobert getting into it, where Rudy Gobert threw a punch at Kyle Anderson, and that had, they sent him home. And then he had Jaden McDaniels, who picked. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly why he was just like, going to the locker room for something. He punches a wall, wall. fractured his hand. He's done for the year, and he's gonna probably was gonna be the prime LeBron James defender uh, for Minnesota as they have depleted all of their death in that terrible Rudy Gobert trade. Um, the Lakers won 18 of, 20, 18 of the last 26 games. Uh, they're 43 and 39. The Timberwolves 42 and 40. The winner of this game is the seventh seed. I've already made it clear. I think the Lakers are going to win this game. Uh, they will be the seventh seed. Well, no, what we know now, yeah. I'd be upset if they didn't. But, you know, last night I, kind of, I, I, I ruffled a few Laker fan feathers, you know. I said as, as you tend to do. No, not really. Like in this situation, I'm usually reserved. You know, I, I just I interact accordingly. But I said that you know before the season started, Bulls fans and Laker fans, excluding myself, because I don't talk crazy when it comes to the Bulls. I'm like I'm super real about I'm super realistic when it comes to them. I'm not out here talking. Oh, we gonna win it all? I'm like no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that Bulls fan. But I, I, I am for sure not that Bulls. Fan. And you are for sure not that Bulls. But my optim my optimism is like a skyscraper compared to David's optimism, and that's saying something. Um, but anyway, I ruffled some feathers last night. I said that Bulls fans and Laker fans did all that talking back and forth to each other to be in the same boat, play in. And of course, a Lake some Laker fans are like, it's not the same. We only got to win one game. Y'all got to win two, bruh. You're you're in the play in. You're in the play in. Seeds seven through ten are playing are playing teams. Semantics aside, silver lining. You can look at all the silver lining that you want. You only got to win one game. I don't care. You're a play in team. That's what you are. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to like the reality of it. But that's what you are. I don't miss me with the we only got to win one game. Y'all got to win two. We ain't the same. Yes, we are. We are a play-in team. Y'all, I, the answer to both questions is yes. Are the Lakers in the play-in tournament? David? They are. Are the Bulls in the play-in tournament? They also are. So guess what that means? Same boat. Uh, so these uh, the Timberwolves won this season series 2-1. to one. Uh, They beat the Lakers in October. Uh, they beat the Lakers in March, and then the Lakers beat them uh, towards the end of the season by 13 points. Um Basically, at the, the last day of March, which was a couple weeks ago, or uh, eight, your, 10 days ago. To your earlier point, yeah, Rudy Gobert, like, way to cause your team to implode, dude. All because you said, all because Kyle Anderson said, block some shots, which is what they brought you in to do. 
I, I've actually heard a lot of mixed stuff about what actually happened. Uh, that Rudy Gobert was like, get a rebound to Kyle Anderson with some expletives thrown in there. Uh, so I have actually heard a lot of different stuff that actually came out of what actually happened. Well, so, what, but what 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 Rudy Gobert did? That was some sucker. That was some sucker stuff. It was some, it, it, like it's your it's your teammate. There's no reason for you to throw punches at your teammate. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like there was some sucker yeah. stuff, bro. Like and now you cost your team. Like now you cost your team because not only did you get sent home, you're suspended for you're suspended for this game. You cannot play. So talk about catch. So so if you're the Laker fan, Laker fans, talk about catching a break. They're like yeah, I mean, the Lakers have been catching all the breaks. I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists guys, uh, very often. But when I when I saw that, this makes you <laughs> this makes you wonder. This makes when, you wonder. When, when I saw when I saw that free throw def original and this like Rudy Gobert just all of a sudden goes bananas like he throws like gets suspended for the play in the game. Like are you kidding me? And if you're the t- I don't know if the league suspended him or the Timberwolves suspended him, but why would you suspend your one of your better players for the game you need to win? Like make any sense? Yeah, that's um, a good, but, good, but yeah, the, that's the free- a good question. Was it the league or was it the team? Because there's no way the league suspended him. I just don't think they did. Like, that is a good question. Was it? Did he pick up a technical? He was automatically suspended. No, like he. I don't even think he picked up a tech. Like the 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 altercation happened on the sideline, and they sent them back to the locker room after that, and they sent them home. So if, if if he's suspended, it has to be the team's doing. Because if because if, if you're the league, like what do you like? How do you respond to that situation if you're the league? Like you punch your teammate, I'm gonna suspend you. Like like the the league, that's not on the league. I think Minnesota. I think the team suspended him. Yeah, yeah. It says right here, Timberwolves suspend guard Rudy Gobert one game for punching teammate. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, I mean, so so so. Let me get this straight. Like you, you suspend the guy you traded essentially five first round picks for, and some swaps, mo- and some swaps, and the most for the most important game of your season up to date. Yeah, I, against I don't know. A, against a team that you had a lot of success against recently, and that's with LeBron and AD. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But the winner of that it becomes the seven seed. The lo- I'm going to take the Lakers to win this matchup. Um, I just I have very little yeah, faith in this. So. I have very like so no Jerry. Uh, no, not Jerry, but no Jaden McDaniels, who like yeah. you said was going to guard like his primary his primary goal was just hey you're not going to shut down LeBron just just make his life as miserable as possible. We will do the rest. Yeah. Right. So you got that, and then you got your your primary Anthony Davis defender. You decide to suspend, and you suspend him. So like you're saving great, like like saving grace. Your only hope is that somehow Carl Anthony Towns puts down the cringe factor and plays AD to a draw. If if AD and and, and defense without and defense, if AD gives you thirty, if AD gives them thirty and fifteen, Carl Anthony Towns, you got to be neck and neck with him. You got to get him thirty and fifteen, and to Davis' point, without fouling. If he pick up two fouls in the first quarter, Lakers gonna win this one by twenty. 
100 percent um the winner of that match becomes the seventh seed the loser goes on to face the winner of the 9-10 matchup which happens to be the new orleans pelicans uh hosting the oklahoma city thunder uh 42 and 40 for the pelicans 40 and 42 for the oklahoma city thunder uh, obviously the winner faces uh we're in our area both of us uh timberwolves the loser goes to the lottery um new orleans actually uh won three of these matchups uh three to one uh, the most recent was the day before my birthday, three eleven, uh, where the Thunder actually won that one, the uh, one ten to ninety six. Uh, Zion Williamson probably will not play in this game, um, just because yeah he hasn't played in months, so I doubt they're just going to activate him for this particular game. Right. Um, yeah, it's yeah. So this is the second year in a row that your franchise player is missing your playoff run. It's not a good look. No, for sure. And, not you, a good and you maxed this guy out. You cashed him out. And, and, uh, and I mean, on top of that, if man, if you're 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 the Thunder, you're kind of playing with house money here a little bit because oh, hell nobody, yeah, hell like, yeah. Nobody, no, nobody expect anything that happens at this point is, is a successful season. Like nobody, mm-hmm. th- you thought you were going to be like in the Wenbanyama sweepstakes, right? And the fact that you're probably going to be a game out from the making the play. I don't, I, if I'm the Thunder, I, I'm not sure I would really want to. Win this game, I, I just would rather get myself in the lottery and have a shot at getting Wemby. No, um, fuck that. No, fuck. No, fuck that. Go for the win. Hell no. But, go, but I mean, obviously, I mean, you continue to play. But I, if if I am Oklahoma City Thunder and we do not win this game, I, I don't necessarily w- wouldn't be like you. You up. have you have better odds at winning this game and yeah. getting into the playoffs than you do of. Making or, or then you do of getting women on as, as the first overall. Yeah, I mean, but you have that's. I mean, we're talking 20, 35, whatever the odds are. I don't have math in front of me, but um, I think when it comes down to it, I, I think the problem is SGA is just so good. I actually think he it's will the whole this, team. Uh, I, I think he will will this team to a victory, and I think they're going to beat the Pelicans. I don't know who's going to guard SGA. That's the kind of the point I was trying to make. I like I was looking at, you know, the Pelicans and, you know, CJ McCollum's not an elite defender. Kira Lewis is an elite defender. SGA should have like 40. Jose Alvarado has been out. Yeah. I, 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 SGA is going to go for 40 and they're going to win the game. So, yeah, I'm, again, I just want to bring up the fact that once upon a time, you said Zach Levine's max contract would be the worst in the NBA and Zion Williamson is a thing. You got to hold that L, bro. You, you, you got to hold that. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> no. The, you contract got... is still, the contracts are still young. <laughs> and one guy's here playing on his. The other guy can't make it past 30 games a season. Well, I mean, Zion Williamson's extension hasn't even kicked in yet. So I ain't trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. Definitely, <laughs> he's not even getting paid on the extension yet. So it doesn't yeah. collectively count. It does. It, it, it's, yeah. it's signed. Yeah. It's signed, it's signed, sealed, delivered. It counts. I'm taking the Thunder with this game, though. I think the SGA is going to have the game of his life. Uh, I think the uh, Josh Giddy is going to have, you know, Josh Giddy game. Um, the, the Williams brothers are going to have uh, one of those guys. If we were to do a redraft, um, the kid from UC Santa Barbara would be like the third pick. <laughs> like, he for real would be the third pick. Like, if they were to redo the draft over again, it would, you know, Paul Bercaro, you probably would still take. Um, yeah, um, Van Carroll still goes number one. one. Uh, and then number two is either, you know, probably – you probably still take um, – my, my brain is just shot right now. I'm on so much cold medicine. Uh, the, the, kid from, the kid from Gonzaga probably still goes number two overall. Oh, Chet Holmgren? Yeah, and then 
Williams goes three. Like he's been that good as a he's been that good as a rookie. I mean, you can throw some other guys in. Jaden Ivey's been pretty good. Keegan Murray's been solid. Uh, Benedict Matherin was good before he got hurt. Um, but yeah, this is a, as a draft class. This has been a pretty solid. So you saying the, you say the Rockets go Jalen Williams over Jabari Smith? Uh, yeah. 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 Smith has, Jabari Smith has been pretty meh as a rookie. Yeah, Santa Clara. You see Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would like the Thunder to win the game. Uh, yeah, just something to against Jay. He's going to have a big game. This might be this might be a chalk pick, but I'm, I I got to go with New Orleans just for the simple fact that they have guys who've been in this. They have playoff guys. CJ McCollum, more often than not, was in the playoffs in Portland versus not being in the playoffs. Has he ever been in the playoffs? I believe so. I don't think he has. I believe he has. Okay. It might have been super early. That, that, that That's something we can look up, and I'm about to. But oh, I, I just – I got it. It's gonna take me a second though. So go go ahead. Yeah, no, I, no, so but yeah, I, I just I just have more faith in the experience on New Orleans than the youth of the Pelicans. I mean, uh, of, I mean of the Thunder. Now, would it, would, like, would I be upset if the Thunder won this game? No, absolutely not. Because whether I say this all the time about young teams. All right, now y'all got a stockpile of young talent. What are you doing with it? Like yeah, seriously, it doesn't, like, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean a whole lot if you, you know, you have all this playoff, you know, all this talent. talent. It, doesn't, it doesn't acquire quantity anything if you're successful. Orlando, right? Like, like you yeah. got all this young talent, and you, you winning what? At least show, and you got to at least show some signs of life. Yeah, no, no I'll take that back. He's never missed the playoffs. CJ McCollum's yeah, so, never missed the playoffs. Yeah, huh? 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. See, here McCombs never missed the playoffs. He's one of those guys. He's like so, James Harden. He's like James Harden. And um, Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah, OKC. If I'm OKC, yeah, I'm. forget the draft status. If I, if I cared about that, I'd have, ta- I'd have started tanking a long time ago. Well, I, don't, I, I don't think they could have tanked because their players have played so well. They they basically were like, "Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not taking this season. We're gonna continue to like, they're 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 young young players have like grown up in front of our eyes." Luke Dort. I, I I like the Thunder to win this game. I, I I still think though, whoever wins this matchup, I still think they'll get beat by Minnesota, and I think Minnesota will be the eighth seed, even if they lose to the Lakers. I think even they'll get they... Rudy Gobert. They'll get Rudy Gobert back. Uh, I actually think. In your scenario, I think it'd be more improbable if um, for Minnesota to win. Uh, I think the New Orleans Pelicans would be a matchup problem for uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, but I think they can beat the Thunder. I think okay, so let's just take your. I, I think the Lakers. I think both the teams, the Pelicans and the Thunder. I think they're a matchup nightmare for both teams. If you're the Thunder, hey, get out and run. We've already they've we've already shown that they can't keep up with us. We want to make this game as fast as possible. None of their guards can guard SGA in the half court. None of their guards can guard like your your saving grace is what? Okay, we don't have. They can't guard. They can't guard Brian. They can't guard AD. We really don't have to. We just gotta outscore you, and we've proven yeah. we can do that. Yeah, I mean they're one of the one of the most explosive offenses in the NBA, and they run such an interesting offense. It's going to be awfully interesting to see. Like just where, what, how they play. Like it's like, very interesting. 
everybody talks about that the night LeBron passed Kareem, they lost that game. Yeah. They lost that game to the Thunder, by the way. Like that's who they were playing. They lost that game. New Orleans, again, they make they can make it uncomfortable for them, uh for the Lakers too. Valanciunas likes to bang. We already know AD don't like to do that. I mean, the Thunder are the fifth highest scoring team in the NBA this season. Lakers so, are six, by the way. So yeah, like, do they have a more favorable matchup against New Orleans? Yes, they do. I'm, I'm calling what it is. They, they absolutely do. Like they, they play a similar style of pace, play style. Bi, he ball in his hands. McCollum, same thing, right? Yeah, they don't have that. They don't have the defend. I mean, they yeah they do. Herb Jones, you are gonna see a lot of LeBron making uncomfortable. Trey Murphy, y'all yeah, gonna take turns. Jonas Valanciunas, who's been very good this season, quietly one of the best double double guys in the league. Quietly, yeah. and, he, and he stretches his range out to the three point line. I'm not sure what his percentages are for this particular season, but he's been a guy that can knock down threes from time to time. All right, all um, right, time to time. That's all I need. I don't need you to fall in love with the shot. <laughs> but because I took Oklahoma City to beat the Pelicans, I can't go back and because I I actually think if New Orleans is the team that comes out of that first match, I think they'll beat Minnesota. Minnesota will be left going home for the playoffs, and they'll have to give their pick up to Utah who ends up in the lottery. Um, but I picked the Thunder. I think Minnesota beats the Thunder. Cool. No issue. Yeah. Do so you have do you, if you have uh, New Orleans beating Minnesota? I would have New Orleans beating Minnesota. Uh, no. I'll have Minnesota beating them because if they because Gobert is coming back, Gobert will come back that game, right? He wouldn't. And so yeah, I it it's definitely it, it definitely would be. I would watch it like okay, who gonna guard Anthony Edwards? Who do you like? Who like was that? Would that be Trey Murphy? I guess. I mean, I, don't, I mean, they they would probably put. CJ McCollum, and then you have Trey Murphy would probably be the guy who puts uh, defenses. Because uh, CJ would guard. I'm not. CJ would have to guard. No, not have to. CJ would guard. Um, Mike Conley. He's sticking about Mike Conley um, because he's. And then I, I'm not sure who, who steps into that JD McDaniel's role. Uh, he was starting for Minnesota, so right. I imagine it'd be Kyle Anderson or Torian Prince. Because that's what's lost in this. Like, yeah, you get Gobert back, but JD McDaniel's is gone. Yeah. Like even if they beat my, even if they beat the Lakers, you still get Gobert back. But Jaden McDaniels is not coming back. Like you, if it, and that's it. Like if you make it past the first round, which we don't see happening, you you you'd be lucky to get them back in the second round if you make it that far. Yeah, and I mean the West is going to be the Western Conference is going to be tough, uh, but yeah, that's been our preview of the play-in tournament. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, the rest of the week we're going to be doing uh, tomorrow night. We're going to be doing our XFL Week Eight, Week Eight, Week Nine predictions. Uh, keep an eye out for that content. Wednesday yeah. uh, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft and looking at some of the offensive prospects. And then Thursday we're going to be doing our first-round playoff preview. Um, we should have a little more clarity about who's going to be playing who, uh, at least at the bottom half of the bracket. Uh, I think. Both, both the East and the Western conferences, especially the West, I think is very wide open. Uh, and I think there are at least 10, five teams in the Western conference that can come out of the Western conference. Um, so it should be interesting. Uh, any, def- thoughts, any final thoughts on the plan? Didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, uh, no, no, no. I was just saying I was definitely looking forward to the whole playoff picture as a whole. Once, once all this gets settled, 
uh, yeah, any thoughts toward the final thoughts toward the play in? Make the games count toward something like call it a wild card. Like have separate stats for it. I don't know. Do something. I I I, I don't. That's just me. They probably gonna leave it as is, but it's 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 whatever. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. Uh, this has been our 2023 play-in tournament. Uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll be feeling a little bit better when we do our XFL yeah, show. Because, man, we got a it's lot nice. to talk, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to the XFL tomorrow, dude. Uh, yeah, two overtime games. Uh, man, that, that Seattle's, that Sea Dragons, uh, DC Defenders game last night was a barter, dude. It was so I am so upset I missed it because I was driving <laughs> home during the bulk of it. Yeah, dude, so it, was, it, was a, it was a classic, classic game, dude. Back and forth. And just It was very entertaining. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow. You guys all have a good night, TJ. What are we doing here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, kind sir, and I will yes. see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, brother. You have a good night. You too.